In the ring, you got rules. Outside, you got nothing. Life hits you with all these cheap shots. You got everything to lose. This guy's got nothing to lose. I ain't got a choice. That's the same thing your father said, and he died right here in my hands. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. But you don't think I could beat him? I got loyalty, got loyalty inside my DNA. I got loyalty, got war and peace inside my DNA. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy. That is Super Remix, episode 273. I'm Marquis Mike. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Post Thanksgiving. What do you say after that? Belated? Happy belated, belated Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We're kind of in that. I, I like to call like the like lag period between yeah. holidays. Because, yeah, Christmas shopping is ramped up. Oh, yeah. But it's still a month away to Christmas. Yeah. And so Thanksgiving's passed, and now we're kind of... It was an early Thanksgiving. I feel like too early to get your tree. Some people have their trees. I was like, it's, it's not even December yet. Right. Yeah, wait for that first week of December. So, yeah, I, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to put my Christmas lights up the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I went out in the garage, all intentions of doing it. And then I started organizing my garage and cleaning my garage. And then I just got super tired and cold and thought... You know what? Next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend's December. Yeah, it'll be a good time for it. So maybe I'll do it this week. December weekend. 1st, we'll good time to get there with a stapler gun or whatever. Yep. Zip ties. Yeah. <laughs> get my Griswold. I'm on. trying to figure out an uh, a, uh, outlet situation. I have no outdoor outlets. You don't have any outdoor outlets? No outdoor huh? outlets. You yeah. got one in the garage? You got in the garage, garage, yeah. But as you know, my garage is detached in the backyard, so... It's, a, it's quite an extension cord I'd need. But they make them. Yeah. Um, no outdoor outlets. First off, you got to get a couple of those. Yes, yeah. Definitely need a... Not now. Call an electrician in the yeah, summer. Yeah, have an electrician pop a couple out there. You're, yeah, just probably right out to your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a long extension cord deal, but they make them. Yeah. They, they, you, can, you can pull it off. You can put it uh, out that door. Like under that door, yeah, or yeah, put it right there, yeah. or you just or you just do in 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 the house window lights, yeah, and just call that good for this year. That's that's what that's what I'd like to do. Yeah, put an outdoor reef. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see how it works. I like doing outdoor lights. It's fun. I was looking at uh, like power stations and things like that. That's expensive. Oh, to like for like a solar or something like that, or uh, or just like battery powder generators oh, and things okay. like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's uh, that's an expensive solution. Yeah, that point I'm saying like, oh. that is an expensive solution just for like a, a one month. Right. Deal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see myself doing a lot of like um, home improvement things with power is going to be out. I need. I'm you know saying, yeah. Glad I got this power station. Yeah. To listen to FM radio and plug in my uh, my drill. <laughs> in, in, my, in my floodlights. Yeah. I think this is for serious construction people. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean you'd have it, and then what would you do? You're like, ah, I'm just going to fire that up and charge my phone while I'm barbecuing. Might as well. Right? Yeah, take, take a tailgate. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's... Yeah, figure, figure that out. My house has... I got, I got electrical all over that mm. place. And I don't know if it was the design, like, standard. I think there is a standard. Like, this house is, is much older than my house. Probably, like, 30 or so. Yeah. What year was this built? 56. Yeah, so it's 31 years older yeah. than my house. Or 21 years older than my house. 
So within those 20 years, I'm sure they did start putting more outdoor electrical outlets. Yeah. But the previous owner ran some serious electrical work all over the outside of that house and garage. Mm. And I don't take uh, advantage of it because I don't plug in things like welders. Yeah. And stuff that need that kind of juice. Mm -hmm. But I could. Yeah. Good to know you have it. But but within that, but with that, I have a lot of electrical like yeah. outlets outside. What is it? Better to have it and not need it than need it and not not have it. Yeah, yeah. So, in case you need to do some welding. Yep. You never know. I might start welding. I mean, yeah. I, I I took welding in high school. There you go. I can I could still weld. Yeah. Find a welder and no. just a couple sheets of metal to put together. No one's stopping. God given right. Still... You should build like a uh, uh, one of those weather vanes. Yeah, weld yeah. one of those. Fuck yeah, dude! I'll, I'll, I'll weld the jail cell. Yeah, <laughs> shark. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, Castle Rock. Just have a little shark cave yeah. in your basement. That's right. Don't know. What, again, better to have it and not need it than need one not have it. <laughs> uh, so you didn't put up Christmas lights. What were you watching? Um, I watched a few. Uh, we, we've had a couple weeks off here because of the holiday. Yeah. Um, I know. I feel like I watch as much as I usually do. I know. Look at my list for having two um, weeks off. I did not see a lot of movies. Yeah, so I started the gradual slide back into to ER. Okay. So I got a few ERs under the belt. Yeah. I started a new Netflix show called The Kaminsky Method. Okay. Michael Douglas, um, Alan Arkin. Yeah. Four or five episodes in. I think it's pretty good. It's just a, a 30 minute. It's about John Krasinski's way of acting. Uh, Kaminsky. Ah. Yeah, so Michael Douglas plays an acting coach. Oh. Actually. So it is about acting. And Alan Arkin's like a Hollywood agent or something. They're friends. They're they're aging. And it's just kind of about them getting through it th- together. Like, yeah. figuring it out together, being older guys. Um, they're not like superstar kind of guys, you know. Mm. It's pretty cool. Um, watch, oh, okay. Got some good movies here. Yeah. Watch True Grit. Yeah. Coen Brothers. Classic. Watch that Thanksgiving with the family. Okay, here's a new one. I watched a movie called Cop Car. Cop Car. Has Kevin Bacon. Okay. And some kids. Is it a kid's movie? No, it is... uh, Car. It must be rated R. Yeah, it's got a rated R. Cop Car. Yeah. It's about two kids that's still a police car. Ah. And that's a freaking awesome movie. I highly recommend people checking it out. I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. anything because it's very cool. Um, watch the classic, through on Fletch. Oh. Um, Gearing up for Fletch Lives that we'll do down the road. Yeah, that's right. Um, not as great as I remember it being, but it's got those Chevy Chase quips throughout it completely entirely. And yeah. Maybe almost too much. In this one, mm. for my taste now, but it's still okay. Um, and then I watched a movie on Netflix on Netflix called "I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore." Mm. Melanie Linsky, Elijah Wood. Okay, I feel like I saw this or saw a preview for it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's bizarre, but it's totally awesome. Melanie Linsky plays a character who. Just has a bunch of bad shit happening to her, uh-huh. and she decides to take matters into her own hands, and things spiral from there. Huh. And I've... 
it's bizarre, but it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what I watched. Yeah. That's a solid lineup. I re- yeah. I no, no duds in there. Yeah, I mean, t- Fletch to me was kind of a dud. Yeah. I remember absolutely loving that movie yeah. back in the day, and I was like, oh, it's just not as good as I remember. That's how I feel when I rewatched Funny Farm, like, <laughs> yeah. two years ago. I was like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. But, for the new movies, Cop Car and I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore, both highly recommend. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, I didn't see... I thought I was going to have a lot more, but then... Two of the movies we saw, we decided to do for this week's show. So, but I had already seen them, so I added them to this list. But I will save those for the main show, main event. Yeah, if uh, you will. watched all the President's Men. Mm. Never seen it. You know, William Goldman just passed away, and I was like, I, I should give it a shot. I love Princess Bride. Seen, sure. uh, watched, uh, seen Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. People were talking about him, like one of the great. Screenwriters of our time I was going through his IMDb. I was like, man, this guy hit after hit after hit. Discovered Robert Redford. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm gonna watch All the President's Men. Fantastic movie. Great movie. Four star movie. Maybe one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, everyone should watch this movie. Yeah, must be an AFI's top 100. It has right? to be. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, if you're like me, you made it to 32 years of life, never seen All the President's Men. Go watch it. It's not that long. It's like two hours, ten minutes, something like that. So good. It goes fast. It does. So very quick pace. Yeah. yeah, I love movies about um, journalism. Yeah, like the investigate journalism and investigations. It's very exciting without like guns and espionage and all that so stuff. So you it's love just, Fletch? Yeah, get back into Fletch. <laughs> yeah, uh, even like the Post, which I don't know how I felt about the Post like last year. I still liked it just because I liked that like. They're uncovering something. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the, the post. Yeah. It, compared to, like, a spotlight, yeah. it fell short. Right. Because that was... I think that's like, what I was comparing it yeah, to. Yeah, and that's mind. what I did, too. Because they were, like, I don't know, two years apart. Yep. And so I was like, oh, well, spotlight's much better, but I'm sure without spotlight, I was like, no, this is still solid. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Tom Hanks doing his Tom Hanks thing. Miles Streep's in it, you know. Bob Odenkirk. Uh, no, they were in all present spend, though. No, no. <laughs> Was that Redford and uh, Rain Man? Yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. So on Netflix, Sierra Burgess is a loser. It's a kind of a teen comedy. Uh, it stars Barb from Stranger Things. She's a loser. It's who's, kind of who's Barb? The older Bar- sister? No, Barb. The older sister's friend who dies. Oh, in okay. the first season and like no one. Really gave a shit. Yeah, no one, <laughs> she cared. Died. No one cared about her. No one she was alive, and no one cared about her when she's dead. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Everybody was happy that Will came back. What a what a crazy statement they made with that. Yeah, holy shit. Oh, thank God Will's back. But you know, by the way, <laughs> Barb's confirmed dead. <laughs> uh, it's alright. It's kind of like a it was a, like Sarno de Bergerac kind of thing. Like sort of like a guy. It's a team movie. A team gets her number by mistake. And they have a text relationship, and he falls in love with her, but he thinks she is this, like, head cheerleader. So, the head cheerleader gets involved, and she's feeding her the words kind of thing. Mm. You know, like that. But, uh, it's alright. You have two stars. You, you can probably skip it. Uh, it's fun, but not special. Cool, cool. Yeah. Made it out to... Oh! Last night, uh, threw this movie on. 
didn't realize how much I love this movie, but we had the VHS of it. It's one of my, I'm putting in there top 10, 15 movies of all time. Throw Mama from the Train. I watched it again last night. I was like, I love this movie. It still makes me laugh. What the fuck is You've never this? seen Throw Mama from the Train? No. Oh my God. Okay, so it's a dark comedy. Is this a Sylvester Stallone? Oh wait, that's Stop My Mom. My that's that's Stop My Mom. It's, it's a dark comedy loosely based on um, Strangers on a Train. The okay. Hedgehog film. It's directed by Dan DeVito and it stars uh, Dan DeVito and Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal is like a failed novelist who's angry at his ex-wife who stole his novel and became a big success. Now he's teaching community college creative writing. Dan DeVito... Starting to ring a bell. Yeah, Dan DeVito is one of his students who lives with his mama, who he hates, and is one of his students. Dan DeVito gets it in his head that Billy Crystal is trying to tell him to kill his wife, and then he's like, well, now you gotta kill my mama. And <laughs> it's hilarious. There are parts that still make me laugh. Is it so hard? Is it streaming somewhere? Uh, yeah, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. There, there was a part like my wife so I just kept playing her phone. I was like, "You gotta watch this part." There was a, I mean, a guy gets hit in the head with a frying pan. I was like, "That's whole." It makes me laugh. I'm 32. I was like, "That made me laugh when I was six. That made me laugh when I was 16. It makes me laugh now." I mean, I still laugh my ass off watching Home Alone too. <laughs> this is this is cousin Patty, and she's like, "You don't have a cousin Patty," and he's like, "You lied to me," and hits him in the head with a frying pan, and I I die laughing. <laughs> You love laughing, but throw mama from the train. Throw mama from the train. That's a three star movie. That's a beat. That is a solid <laughs> okay, B plus movie. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, <laughs> it's so like just Billy Crystal's great. Like this is a great Billy Crystal performance and great Dan DeVito. The DeVito's mama DeVito's great. DeVito shows up in yeah. the Kaminsky Method. Oh, great! Yeah. He plays a urologist. It's fucking hilarious. That, that sounds. <laughs> yeah, and he, he he directs this. So you know some cool. The Danny DeVito direction. Danny DeVito. Directed. Yeah, a couple. He did. He directed a few things. The only thing I he did that Dirty Works, right? Uh, I don't or not at Dirty Works. Uh, Johnny Mono was the thing I was thinking. Yeah. Of. I can't think. There's a Chappelle movie he directed. Johnny Mono. Yeah. I bet he's done more. Yeah, than Johnny Mono. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he's done more. Yeah, than it shows up. Yeah. Um. He didn't direct like Get Shorty, right? Oh no! He was just an executive producer, and his yeah. name shows up, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think he directed that. Yeah. And then, made out to the theater and saw Widows. The Viola Davis, yeah, Steve yeah. McQueen. Uh, that's a great movie. Yeah, he, I'm, it, I, yeah. Oh, it's good, huh? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was kind of listening to a podcast the other day, kind of saying, man, it kind of came and went. Okay. Now, they, they were kind of blaming, like, ooh, you know, maybe the week before Thanksgiving wasn't the best time to release this type of film because everyone wanted to go see feel good family movies. Like yeah, I, I saw the preview, yeah. and the 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 first time I saw the preview, yeah. I thought this looks cool. But they showed then I saw that same exact preview like three more times, yeah. and I was thinking, nah, this is just gonna be pretty vanilla. And then this, like, I don't want a Jillian Flynn oversaturation, right? Which was afraid, so that's why I kind of it doesn't feel like she wrote the screenplay doesn't. Like, and I really only know Sharp Objects and uh, Gone Girl. It doesn't feel like any of those. Okay. Uh, That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, which is good. It, yeah. it feels kind of like a gritty crime cool. show, uh, movie. Viola Davis is great. All the women who are the widows are great. But then all the supporting characters. It has... Uh, uh, not... Uh, I was th- I was want to say Gene Hackman, but it's not Gene Hackman. It's um, oh. Liam Neeson. 
Liam Neeson is in it. Probably a small. Seems like a small role. Currently. Pretty big. Yeah. Okay. Actually, he he plays a pretty big role in it. Colin Farrell plays a really big role in it. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry or David Tyree Henry. Tyree Brian three names. Guy from Atlanta, but he he's showing up in more and more things. He was in Hotel Artemis, which I watched. He's great in it. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out is like his second in command. They're kind of the villains. He's the second in command. He's terrifying. He he terrified me in the preview. Yeah. He's staring that guy down. Yeah. I was just like, oh, there are oh some things he does that just scare the shit out of me. And yeah, just staring like in the previews alone, there's, there's yeah, just staring people, like his eyes. Uh he's pretty scary as like the henchman okay. kind of guy. Uh I got what's the guy's name? It's gonna bother me because it's not uh one of the other uh, Elizabeth uh, Debesky is really good in it. She's one of the widows, and it also has Robert Duvall in it. Oh, and he's really good in it. Uh, Man, what's the last time he was in anything? Let's find out. Robert Shit. Duvall, just because I have it up. He was in. Are you thinking of The Godfather? I'm thinking of Secondhand Lions. It's uh, <laughs> probably the last thing I remember him being in. Bolton, Wild Horses, The Judge. Was his last probably theatrical re- re- release? Uh, Jack Reacher. It's been uh, and then Crazy Heart. It's been a minute. Yeah, The Road. Yeah, it's been it's been some time for uh, Robert Duvall, but he's yeah. in it. He's great. Yeah, so it's just a lot of great actors. It, it, I mean, it's a heist film, pretty much, but like doesn't really focus so much on the heist. It's just like this gang movie like this uh, cr- yeah this crime thriller with you know, some yeah, twists I mean, and turns in it I'm glad you liked it yeah. I saw it was sitting at like a 85 or yeah. 95 on Rotten Tomatoes Probably right where, yeah. and I was like oh fuck I yeah. see that now yeah I don't think it's like an award movie at all it, this is just like a perfect like I went and saw it I was like oh this was great because it was just like this fun crime movie that's awesome you just kind of lose yeah, yourself in and, that out. you know that's why I was like oh how are they, they going to pull it off kind of things I didn't see Ocean's 8 I'm just gonna say Widows is probably better. Ocean's <laughs> Eight, like if they're going for like this girl power. Like, I didn't feel like this was over like girl power kind of thing. Melissa McCarthy ever show up? She's she is one of the widows. <laughs> she, is, she plays Viola Davis. Oh okay. yeah, in the movie she plays Viola Davis. But yeah, uh, really dug that, and that's it. That's nice. all I saw. Yeah, so nice. I got to the theater at least for Thanksgiving. Yeah, before the family showed up, and I knew I was just gonna be watching. Uh, Moana and Shrek and stuff on TV. I right, like, anyway, right. see like an R-rated film. Well, we both got some good ones. We yeah. both found some good ones. Let's yeah. go. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we recommend. Let's see. Let's play a little um, Make the Case. Oh, boy. Yeah, I got one here. Oh, boy. And I'm just going to flip my coin, and we'll say whoever gets it gets to be four. So, heads or tails? Heads. All right. Mike, make the case <laughs> of why they should remake The Fugitive. <sighs> why did I pick heads? Yeah. Shitting on tails. Tails never fail. Okay. They need to remake The Fugitive. Alright. <laughs> okay. I mean, um... I knew this one was going to hit kind of close to home. Mike. Oh, man. We've never discussed The Fugitive. I just feel like he has a... Okay. Here we go. They need to remake The Fugitive because although there was already a hit movie of The Fugitive, which was an adaptation of a TV show, 
the generation that got to see that for the first time and had no, you know, knowledge of the of the TV show, were left short from intricacies of the TV show, yeah. and so the remake will be much more like the original TV show to bring the younger generation back into the 1910s or whenever the show was out. Mm -hmm. um, why not choose heads? <laughs> the, these are all strong points. I feel like they're strong points. I don't think... I'm going to say they shouldn't remake The Fugitive because that is just... It's an iconic movie and an iconic role for Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones in that... Anybody else who tries to do it, people are just going to like, you're just doing a bad Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford uh, parody of yeah. it. Yeah. And you just yeah. won't be able to do it. You you know, nothing will ever be, you know, it's so, today I think people still make fugitive references. Yeah. That yeah. it's still on top of everybody's mind and no one needs to see, no one needs to see, I didn't do it. I don't care. No one ever needs to see that again because we, it's already fresh in our... Everybody can picture that. Everybody pictures the storm drain and then him jumping off the thing. Yeah. So, I mean, the only way they should remake it is if it is such a loose remake called The Fugitive that has nothing to do with Dr. Kimball running from the law. I have, I have no rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I... Why don't they... What they need to do is actually make a show. Oh, bring it back to TV. Yeah, bring it back, remake it for yeah. TV. Um, my, I know everyone loves the I didn't do it, I don't care thing. Yeah. My favorite Tommy Lee Jones in that was when they find his little rental hideout. Yeah. And one of the marshals was like, God, what was he doing here? Looks like he was making fake IDs and eating oranges because there's orange peels all yeah. over the counter. I'm like, that's... Is the fugitive where he says, I want... To turn over every outhouse, doghouse, th that speech in it? I think, that... yeah, that's it. That's right after the train ride. Okay. Um, another reason they should remake it is like, well, then what happens with the continuity of U.S. Marshals? I mean, I think we're going to have to watch U.S. Marshals for our podcast. Yeah. That's what I've never even thought about, but we probably should do U.S. Marshals. Because <laughs> that's more of a spinoff. Yeah. That's kind of a cool way to do it, too, yeah. which is like, yeah. Why would Harrison, you know, I feel like the obvious would be like, oh, we need a Fugitive remake. Or a Fugitive sequel back in 1998 or whatever. Let's get Harrison Ford back. He's like, no, let's take Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. It's more, it makes more sense that he would be following another case where someone, again, is wrongfully yeah. convicted of a crime and is on the run. This time it being Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, right now, let's see what studio is doing it. Warner Brothers. Is, so they're right, right now, this is as of May. They. Or have hired someone to write the script. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Could this be one of those things where they have to show they're moving on something to keep the rights to it? Because that show's so the the show's right, so it, old it could be because yeah, it's domain. not original IP. That, right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't even. I mean, who's who? Who plays? Who plays? Who plays the great doctor? Yeah. If you had to recast, Doctor Kimball. Who plays Doctor Kimball? Doctor Kimball. If you needed a Doctor Kimball type, uh, I mean. 90s Harrison Ford, Liam Neeson, just because it's fresh in my brain. Mm, I think we got to go younger. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little long in the tooth. Uh, Clooney? No, no. Even younger? Got to go younger. Bradley Cooper? 
Compelling. Yeah. I'm going to go Chris Pine. Mmm. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm a Chris Pine fan. I'm After watching fan. Outlaw King, I was like, man. I still didn't catch that. I'm not a Star Trek guy, but Outlaw King, I was like, this guy's really good. And I loved Hell or High Water. So, I've been... I, I've been... I was going to mention it with yeah. what we've watched. I've been pulling a mark. Yeah. Um, when looking for movies to watch an evening. Yeah. I've been filtering that shit down by time. If it's not <laughs> under 145, it's, I ain't doing it It's on a, a hard commitment, right? I ain't doing it on a weeknight. It's That's Thursday. For sure. It's 8 o'clock. You, I'm, not getting bed, I'm not getting to bed till 1030? <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. That's why I threw... So, last night, I was going through Netflix. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch a movie. Because like, I wanted I wanted to add one more to the list. I'm like, yeah, I want to watch some new. And nothing was going on. Throw mom on the train, came across it. It's like an hour 20. It's so fast. I was like, I love this movie. I'm throwing it on. <laughs> I was scrolling through, and everything I really wanted to watch mm-hmm. was two plus, sometimes three. Like, yeah. there was, like, I was like, I want to watch Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. It's three fucking hours. You know what? I've been. And I was like, I can't do it. On Netflix, stopping on Heat. Like, that I, was the one I stopped on too. I'm like, I really want to watch, watch Heat. Right yeah. Now. I can't. When, when are you ever going to have time to watch it? You can't. I've been, I've been had on my schedule to watch Lawrence of Arabia for yeah. over three months. Chiefs on a bye week this past Sunday. That was your time. That was you my, missed it. That was the time, but it was the holidays. Yeah. Bad time for a bye week. <laughs> I was hemmed up with family shit, although I oh. did just sit around all day Sunday and watch football, so that would have been <laughs> the time to do it. Uh, well, if you watch Lawrence of Arabia <laughs> and Heat, you probably wouldn't have made it out to the theater, which is where we saw this week's movie. Mike and I, we, we, we bought movie tickets. We went and saw Creed 2, the 2018 sequel to 2015's Creed, uh, which is the spinoff of the Rocky franchise, which had six prior movies, which began in 1976, up until Rocky 6, or it's called Rocky Balboa, which came out in 2006. So, what's that, 30 years? 30 years of Rocky? 76 to 2006. Yeah. And then, nine years later, we get Creed, which follows the story of Apollo Creed, uh, Rocky's greatest rival in the sport of boxing, turned friend, turned mentor, turned uh, dead guy. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Rocky had some guilt over that, I guess. Uh, wait, it, wait, hold on. Yeah. When did Rocky Balboa come out? 2006. Holy shit! Are you yeah. kidding me? Creed was 2015. Yeah, they so there was they really waited that long. Seven years between Balboa wow. to Creed. Wow, wow, because because Balboa was like kind of a resurgence. It was decent. Yeah, it's it is the third highest rated Rocky film according to Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. okay, I recently watched it and I enjoyed it. I, it's good. I may give out a my definitive Rocky rankings. Oh, uh, no, not that I've seen them all, but uh, <laughs> by the Blu-ray special, I have been wanting the 40th anniversary of Rocky. Nice was two years ago, so I bought the Blu-ray. Have not dipped into Rocky two and three and four and five yet, but I will. This. So Creed follows um, Adonis Johnson, the illegitimate son. Was yeah, that? I think it, yeah, yeah, I think it was born out of wedlock. Yeah. Uh, it turned out Apollo had cheated on uh, Mary Jo Creed, Mary Beth, Mary Jo. What's her name? Annie, Annie, Mary Ann. Mary Ann. Mary Ann yeah, Creed. Ann something. Stepped out on Mary Ann Creed and had Adonis Creed. His mother died shortly after, and he bounces around in foster care systems until Mary Ann. Takes him in as a young man and raises him. 
Uh, he still has the fight, though, in him. And racks up a bunch of fights in Tijuana. Moves out to Philadelphia and asks Rocky Balboa to become his trainer because he needs a father in his father's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Ends with... Uh, kind of. Uh, it follows in Rocky in that it kind of follows the beats. You know, he gets a shot at the heavyweight champion. Ends in a decision against his favor. But, you know, he shows that he can be in the big leagues. Right. Did you rewatch Creed in preparation for Creed 2? I did not. Yeah. It is, it's not streaming anywhere. Uh, so I watched this Thanksgiving Day. Before I even decided to see Creed 2, we were discussing Creed 2. Uh, my mother-in-law was like, I hear Creed 2 is really good. But I've never seen Creed. And I was like, Creed is very good. Mm-hmm. Let's watch Creed after the baby goes to bed. And we, we adults will watch uh, Creed. Watch Creed. Everybody loved Creed. She cried. I cried. Everybody cries. Uh, yeah, it's it's solid. It, it, it's it's a Rocky... I mean, it is Rocky 1. Yeah. But it has enough of its own beats that Adonis Creed is his own guy. Even though, like... And we'll get into Rock 2. These movies do just kind of follow the Rocky formula. Yeah, they... It, it strikes me as similar to what they have done with uh, the newest Star Wars saga films. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Like, Rey is kind of following... Yeah. She's her own character, but there's parallels you can right, draw. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I got. Which kind of satisfies everybody, you know? Uh, yeah. New yeah. people new people can join in. Like she, she had never seen a Rocky film. I was like, you don't need to see the Rocky. They'll recap what you need to know, which is that his father died and whatever. Uh and yeah, she was like, oh, this was great. I'm going to go back and watch Rocky. But if you're a Rocky fan like I was, there's a Creed is like, yep, this feels like a Rocky movie to me. Yeah, and if you hadn't seen Rocky and just seen Creed, yeah. it's it would be so easy just to go watch Rocky. Yes. It would seem a little dated. Yeah. But there's so nothing that would spoil that movie for Right. You. So I've recently watched, so I've watched Creed. Rocky and Rocky Balboa with probably in the last year. Balboa's great. Rocky's great, but it is a movie from 1976 where it's just like, oh, it's, it's, it's a so slow pace yeah. movie. Uh, so fast forward, three years later, Michael B. Jordan returns with Tessa Thompson and Sylvester Stallone for Creed Two. This time, Creed becomes the heavyweight boxing champion of the world. Uh, but... Victor Drago, son of Ivan Drago, who killed his father, Apollo Creed, in Rocky Three, is coming from the Ukraine and has challenged Adonis to a fight. And Adonis has to accept the fight to avenge his father. But stuff that leads to personal and physical problems for him. And, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a Rocky. And then they box. They box. And then they box. Box it out. All right. So normally I ask... What did you think of the movie? But I'm, I'm gonna, I'm okay. changing that question going forward. It's now gonna be, give me your one sentence tweet length review of Creed Two, and then, and then we'll get into the the good and the bad and the ugly. Though, though, falling, do I have to stick to 140 characters? It's actually like 240 now on Twitter. Okay. Though falling, though falling short under character development, Creed delivers uh, action packed, um, punch filled. <laughs> Uh, uh, good, good movie. Yeah. <laughs> going forward, Mike will now know that it, I just sprang this on him. <laughs> this is what I'm going to ask for him instead of what'd you think? Um, I said formulaic with less energy than the first, but only a satisfying sports movie. 
And then my alternative was probably the fourth or fifth best movie in this franchise. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's break it down. Then. What, what was the good of Creed 2? Um, the good. Yeah. I, li- I, I, I like how they are doing this kind of mirroring the Rocky story thing. Yeah. Um, the good thing is they skipped um, Rocky 3. Well, they skipped Rocky 2 to Rocky 3 after Rocky 4. Yeah. On this whole like saga thing. Right. Um, I'm okay with that because yeah. they kind of wrapped ro- the Rocky 2 mirroring into this yeah. in a way. But I'm just happy we skipped the whole Mr. T thing because... I don't even want to know who they would have got to play some sort of mirroring yeah. character to Mr. T. Yeah. Cl- the, it would have been the son of Clubber Cl- Lang. The son of Cl- That's what they Who would have played the son of Clubber Lang? Oh, jeez. Man. Key Very- Michael Key. And yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. He must have done a Mr. T impression. Oh, sure. Sure. On Key and Pill. Sure. Surely. Like, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, he definitely fights middleweight. <laughs> but they they just make no acknowledgement of it because you know, he's probably two inches taller, right? Right. <laughs> uh, so I like that. I think that's positive. Um, I think Michael B. Johnson's is it Michael B. Johnson? Jordan Michael B. Jordan's casting for Don's Creed is impeccable. Yeah, he, he's, he's a, the perfect person for that role. Yeah, he acts it gr- in such a good way. Um, Stallone being in the movie is good. He does his thing without taking over. So it continues to be a Creed movie, not a Rocky movie. And so I think they balance that well in this, in in both movies, but in in this one, especially because there's far less Stallone in this than there was in in Creed 1. I was really impressed with the development, the, the, the character development of of Victor Drago yes. when he's only got like three lines in the movie I mean yeah and they're in Russian yeah it was remarkable what yeah. that character did for me with just like by him just looking around at the people that are surrounding him and what's happening to him yeah that was that was really good and the the end to the final fight was just poetic it yeah. was beautiful uh it's funny you say they skip so they in like act like with Victor Drago, it's obviously Rocky Four, but I feel like the beats were actually Rocky Three, which was you can't take it's Mr. T showing up, being like, "Hey, I'm the new, I'm the new number one contender. I'm knocking everybody out." Mick telling Rocky, "You can't take this fight. He's a killer. He'll he'll knock you out." That's and a then, good point. So this was even though it was like the Russian thing. Victor didn't kill anybody. They kind of ran. so it really is Rocky Three, but they're just using. This tie into Rocky Four, but then there's also fighting in Russia, Man, although got, less they, political. They kind of wrapped in two, three, and four. Yeah, there's yeah. We got the we we he gets the title. Yeah, that's two. That's two. Yep. You're right. Like, he, we can't defensive fight, but then it's dangerous. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Uh, right. I mean, even said the same. You know, uh, Adonis hasn't fought anybody because he beat Wheeler three years too late. Yep. And in Rocky Three, Rocky was accused of just fighting tomato cans that Mick was handpicking for him. And wouldn't face a real challenger, which is, here comes Victor Drago. So, yeah, really, they just skip Rocky Five, which everyone should, because we don't want to see brain-deaded Honest Creed back alley brawling with somebody. <laughs> Unless that's Creed Three, <laughs> Him and Rocky fight in an alley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite thing in the movie was the Drago 
story arc. Yeah. It was just so great. I, uh, Ivan Drago showing up at the restaurant and just being like, nice pictures, no pictures of me. That was great. That was intense. I was like, are they going to... That was intense. Are they going to kill Rocky? Is it, are they just going to murder him that in his restaurant? That was so intense. Yeah. And then the dinner with Victor and Ivan being welcomed back into Russia. And then Bridget Nielsen shows up. And yeah, the great acting there. And then you kind of get, oh, here's Ivan's motivation. And here's Victor's motivation. He just wants to please his father. Mm-hmm. And then the final fight. The way it ends, I was like... That's great. I, I kind of made a joke in my head. I was like, what if this movie ends? And because they're formulaic. You're like, well, Adonis wins, right? Like, that's how this movie has to end. You know, we knew he would win. Right. But I go, yeah. in my mind, I had this brief moment. I was like, what if Rocky throws in the towel and it kind of, like, it's like atonement for not saving Apollo Creed. Now it's like, I did the right thing in this movie. And it's, it's maybe it's like, oh, it's not actually about the championship. It's about saving the life of someone you care about. Uh-huh. And then the ending happens. I'm like, that was great. Because yeah, it was so good. Kind of what I joked in my head, but then I was like, I did not see it coming. And it was like this beautiful, poetic moment. It was in so it. good. Yeah. Love that part. Uh, where are we at? We're still in, we're still within in the good. Uh, yeah, the final, like all of the final fight, I just enjoyed. Yeah, that was really good boxing. Yeah. I mean, I think, my, in my opinion, the best boxing on film was Cinderella Man still. Yeah. It's so intense. But I really enjoyed the I really enjoyed the boxing in this movie. Watching Creed, and then going back and watching Rocky, or even watching Rocky Balboa, I don't know when it happened. Cinderella Man's probably what did what is that like two thousand two four, probably four two thousand four something Three like that or four yeah yeah boxing on film just got so much better yeah than yeah. what it was in the seventies and eighties where like fights just look cool now. yeah like they can make it look like you're watching a real fight. Um, so yeah, I thought the boxing was great. I'll always get excited for just like those cheesy sports moments. Adonis answering the final knockdown, just pounding the mat. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm into this. I- I'm ready to go. I'll punch the person next to me <laughs> right now. You say the word. And you went with your wife. Yeah. So. And, uh, I, I will also never not like a training montage, even though oh, the last one was man. silly. Kind of. I loved it. I love every, like digging the hole with I the love, sledgehammer. I love so everything cool. about it. The running, being in the desert, but then like the tire in my hand. I go, yeah, he's the heavyweight champion of the world. This is just some gangbanger with the weights of the desert. He should kick the shit out of this. Yeah, thing. yeah. But that like that was like the put everything on top. Like, yeah, we did it. I was like, who he just beat up? <laughs> he he was where they go to read to, yeah. to like a phoenix from the ashes. So. I did something for this movie because I, go back and listen to all Don't Be That Guy. I must bring up Rocky 50 times in 250 episodes. <laughs> so I went and I watched on YouTube every Rocky training montage of eight oh, films. Oh, yeah. And I have my definitive ranking. Of, of montage. Of montage. Just montage. Just montage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I got to watch films. Though, you were talking about Mr. P. I think Rocky 3 might be the third best Rocky movie in this franchise. Oh, no. There's no way. Yeah. Maybe montage. No, no, because montage is bad. I think as a film, it's better than Rocky Four and Rocky Two. Rocky Five is the is the worst movie. No, it's and not, then it's it goes. Not, it is not better than Two. I, I'm gonna re- need to rewatch Two, but I was like, Rocky Three is better, right? No. Yeah. No, no, Clubber no. Lang's like a real challenge. He needs Apollo to get him, and Rocky Four is fun. But when you really watch Rocky Four, it's just like there's five montages in that movie, and Paulie gets a robot. 
Like that's that's the B storyline of that movie is that Polly got a robot. Here's the thing though. Yeah. Rocky Four. Yeah. The the whole the the Drago Russian Cold War thing yeah. was so huge. That, there, I mean, no, nah, th- nah, th- there's no way. No, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and watch three. <laughs> I hate I absolutely hate three. I think three I always hate two. two. I hate three. Two I love two. It's so four. slow. And then you have the Adrian pregnancy thing, and then she's just like in a coma for like 15 minutes. Well, that's because they were still on that 70s thing. Yeah, man. like people. I I yeah. I really dislike three, and mostly because Mr. T's character yeah. is so stupid. It's just like I'm like we went from a boxing yeah. franchise to a comic book. He kills Mick. He no kills a comic book. That's what I don't like. He about. shows up at the statue ceremony and he's like, "Hey, woman, don't you don't you want to come home to a real man?" That's crossing a line back in 1982 or whatever it was. Um, that's why. Oh my gosh. So yeah. I watched every montage. Okay. Here's how I rate them. Okay. Rocky Four, number one. Should I go? No, should I go? Okay. All right, I already gave away number one. It's Rocky. Four. Yeah, I'll, I'll count down. Okay. Because I already started no, one. Best one. Best one. Rocky Four. Okay. Hearts on Fire. It's great. That song. Hearts on Fire. It's in the snow inside the, in Russia. No, he's training by just chopping logs and running up the biggest mountain in Russia, and then at the end, he Drago. It's awesome, though. It is nine minutes long. <laughs> As I was watching all these, I was like, "This is a nine minute." And that's why I was like, "Rocky Four. Because then there's that scene where after Apollo dies, he gets in the car. And he just drives, and then it's a montage of, like, Rocky's thoughts of, like, trying to grieve about Apollo's death. Uh, number two, Creed. The first Creed. Great montage in the hospital after Rocky gets out of cancer. He's nursing Rocky back to help, and then Rocky's still training him, and being like, you gotta shadow box, you gotta do one-off push up. He's running upstairs, and then it ends with those ATVs up the hill. It's great. It's good. The song's cool. That's just one of the, you watch that, and I'm like, I don't work out, but I was like, I should probably go do something. I should, I should do a jumping jack or something right now at the end of this. Yep. Three, Rocky. It's classic. Mm-hmm. It's Rocky chasing chickens in the ring with Mick. He, he does the one-arm push-ups, up the, up the steps, you know, uh, that song, Let It, or Gonna Fly Now, which is throughout all the Rockies after that. Mm-hmm. You get up for that. Four, Rocky Balboa. Great montage. It uses the same music. I don't remember that one. Great start. So, what I was watching is like, oh, these are all kind of the same. Like, training for boxing. And this is why I think I like the Creed movie so much. Is like, I love the montages of like him just running on the treadmill, like the mask, the oxygen uh, mask, everything. Like, in Creed 2, him underwater, doing like the boxing, like the Muhammad Ali thing. It's like modern. Yeah. It's like modern... Sports medicine kind of Him stuff. digging a hole with a sledgehammer. Right. Well, then you watch his Rocky montage, it's like, oh, he kind of just, you know. Work yeah, out. You get a speed bag. That's yeah. what you do. Speed bag and push-ups. Uh, where Rocky Four though, I mean, he's doing crazy stuff out in the mountains. Rocky Balboa, the great speech to start the montage, which is just that this guy's bigger, faster, younger, stronger than you. You got arthritis. You're too old to spar. What are we going to do? Let's build some herding bombs. And then music kicks in, and it's just Rocky, like, doing pull-ups with, like, chains around his neck. <laughs> and he's just, like, throwing uppercuts with, like, 200-pound dumbbells in his hand. It's great. Uh, and then he does the run up the steps, but he has a dog this time, so that's cool. Because <laughs> he adopted uh, he, ad- he adopted a dog in the movie, and so he does... I need to watch that again. He does I the run up the it, dog, but I don't remember the dog. <laughs> uh, five. Creed 2. 
if you combine both montages. Okay. Because you do have the desert, but then I was watching again on YouTube, and I was like, oh, I kind of like the first montage for the first Drago fight, where he's underwater doing the boxing, and then he's kind of doing, like, the speed work with, you know, the, the focus pads, but then Drago's also training, and Drago does this move where he's doing the rope thing that really fit guys do, and then he just does, like, a plank. He... He's that, like, when he's laying on his belly, yeah, he planks off the ground with the ropes, yeah, lands on his feet and keeps the ropes going. Yes. So when you throw those two things together, it's like this is impressive. This is just an impressive feat. That's what Drago did. I thought Drago does. I it. thought Creed did that. Yeah, I also thought Creed did it. That, like, but that was a that yeah that uh, that montage was mixed. Yeah, they were, yeah, they're in both. So I could have just like spaced that. Also happens in Rocky Four, which is great because Rocky is chopping wood. He's pulling a sled. He's doing sit ups in a barn. Drago's like in a state-of-the-art facility, and then when they just inject him with steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Rocky Four, it's great. <laughs> they want you to know he's the bad guy. <laughs> uh, so then Creed Two that comes in number five, number six, Rocky Three. That is where Apollo is now training Rocky. Same music, but I like that they changed up what they were doing. Now it's all about Rocky getting fast, and it's a lot of just like doing your feet, doing your feet, moving your feet, and then they were on the sand. It's a little homoerotic because they will just do focuses of like. Thigh muscles straining as he's running, but I appreciate a good, a yeah. good like flexing thigh muscle yeah. covered in sweat. But you man feel or woman that they become friends because <laughs> yeah. then they they run on the beach and then they're frolicking in the, in the ocean. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. And now you know why they have this bond yeah. together. Uh, Rocky Seven is really just Rocky Two again. Like it's the exact same montage, except when he runs up the stairs, there's a bunch of kids with him. <laughs> and then Rocky Eight, no montage. Or uh, I'm sorry, Rocky Five. It comes in eight, no montage. They just do the fight. It's not even really a Rocky movie. It's just shit. They show up in the alley. Or he shows up at the restaurant. And he's like, I'm better than you. And he's like, my ring's outside. And then just go fight out on the streets. It's not a Rocky movie. I think Balboa forgets what happens in Rocky V. I don't think they make him brain damaged. It could be like that. What they're doing like with Halloween. They're just like forgetting a movie. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. It stops at Rocky IV. He retires after fighting Ivan Drago. Yeah. Creed, and then Creed starts. Just forget Tommy the Machine Gun. Yeah, they've never referenced the Tommy Machine Gun stuff at all. Creed will never fight the son of Tommy Machine no, Gun. No, no. <laughs> Alright. Um, what didn't you like about Creed 2? Um, oh, I got I got some notes on yeah. this. Um, not as many because it was overall a positive film. Um, uh, let's see here. Okay. <laughs> one's kind of cheeky, but... Um, uh, Bianca's character... Yeah. Just like a dead character in this film. No development. She's just yeah. there. She gets pregnant. That's it. Like, oh, I saw it a label. What? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Did, that was like... She was so good in the first yeah. one as a character. It's just like... Nothing for her to they do. They just tabled thing. her in this yeah. one. Um, they gave her a label. That was it. Yeah. And then on... And then... <laughs> when things coming in in Russia, she's just singing. Yeah. On the way out of the tunnel. That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in a movie. Well, not now. I won't say that. Yeah. But I was like, that is so dumb, and seems a little out of character for her. Yeah. I know she's like a su- supporting her husband, baby daddy, right. or whatever. But that's insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. I thought that was bad. Um. And honestly, uh, and it was th- this one we had was a little slow in parts for yeah. me. Um. So there was some like the non-boxing stuff. Was a little slow, especially 
between the Wheeler fight and the first Drago fight. Mm-hmm. Very slow. They could have cut a lot of that shit out. And, um, honestly, I'm bummed we never found out if Rocky got a streetlight fixed. <laughs> yes. So, that's what I didn't like about this. My wife brought that up, too. She's like, I didn't even understand why they put that in there. I was like, well... I don't, I'm reaching here, but there was a storyline in Rocky about Boa where he fixes a woman's streetlight, and I think it kind of shows that Rocky is like, he's Philadelphia, he cares about people's neighborhoods, and like, but yeah, it didn't pay out, like, there should have been a payoff. Right. It should have been Rocky, instead of going to his son's house. He gets yeah. home and the light's on. And the light was on, that's what it should have been. Also, I don't think his son was the same actor from... Rocky Balboa? It is. It, it's Milo. That's him? Yeah, same guy. Looks a lot different then. Yeah. I mean, it's been 20 years, so... Yeah. Or, Could, you know, so 12. 12 years, 12 so... Years, still a long time. If that was Milo, cool, but yeah. to me, I'm like, that's not Milo. Yeah, yeah. Same actor. But it was him? Okay, okay. Same guy. I'm cool with that. Uh, then that's no longer on my negative list. Okay, yeah. Because what's he doing? He, he's he's on This Is Us, right? He doesn't have time to... He probably didn't have to leave oh. the set of This Is Us. They just filmed it. It's like, we'll use the same doorway. I didn't know he was on that show, yeah. but that being said, I was thinking, what's he doing? Yeah. Nothing. Oh, he's the dad on This Is oh, Us. Okay, yeah. well. Plays Jack. Let's, yeah. So, well, uh, they got him. Yeah. <laughs> Are you they, sure that's him? All right. I'm not sure that's him. It was, it was in IMDb trivia. Okay. Milo Vitevich uh, reprises his role as Robert Balboa. Doesn't look like him. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jack. He just... Uh, from This Is Us, he just couldn't cut his hair. Because, you know, he's got to look like he's from the 70s, which is where the show takes place. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, what do I have in the bag? Who the hell was the promoter? And why didn't that pay out? Was that guy supposed to be evil? Was that guy just making a buck? That guy doesn't show up in the second half of the movie? To like... He just shows up in the stands he's in smiling the stands. when it's a good fight. Yeah. He's like, I guess I'm getting paid. And that, his char- That's a good point, because his character... Like, he comes off as like, oh, I'm just getting my money. But then he kind of also is like, maybe he just wants to save the sport. Yeah. But I think it's just if they were paid. If they were making any allusions to Rocky V, it was the promoter. Because, you know, that's Rocky right. V is like the Don King character. It's just him. But yeah, he's trying to save the sport. He knows that buy rates are down for pay-per-views with Adonis Creed. Hey, let's do his main fight, you know? Uh, but yeah, he kind of just comes and go. Um, Baby Creed, I just feel like it was just nothing. It was, like, there was no payoff. Was, I wasn't emotionally invested into it. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan does some good uh, acting. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know. There was no payoff. Like, having the baby with a disability didn't really, like, affect him at all. Or, like, it should have been way more on his conscience. And then Rocky can give the speech, like, hey, she doesn't feel sorry for herself, so you can't feel sorry for yourself. But he was just like, oh, man, this kind of sucks. I was like, yeah, I guess that's how anybody would react. Yeah. Yeah, all right. And then I was so confused because then he takes the bo- the baby to a gym to get to sleep. I was like, well, I assume the car ride would be soothing for the baby. But then he's like hitting the heavy bag. I was like, can the baby hear that? I, and I was, the way I thought that was going to play out yeah. didn't play out how I think it should have. I think the baby should have cried unless he was hitting the bag. Unless he was, that's what so I thought. as soon as he stopped hitting the bag, the baby started crying. Yeah. So that got him back into training. He had to train nonstop yeah. or listen to the baby cry. He's doing it for the baby. Yeah. Um, I get what they were trying to do, and it kind of what well, like I said, it kind of falls Rocky three and Rocky four. Um, but I don't understand why they were like, "You can't take this fight." He's the heavyweight champion of the world. He's pretty young in his career. He kind of has to fight contenders. And this idea, like, 
hey, I saw this guy on YouTube. He's knocking out Ukrainians. You can't take the fight. I was like, we don't know. Ivan Drago was like built up as a superior bot fighting machine. This guy has like 10 fights in the Ukraine against, you know, nobody boxers. Why can't Adonis Creed take this fight? Yeah, but all those nobody boxers? Yeah. Sons of Tommy Machine Gun. <laughs> they were the 10 sons I, of Tommy Machine I, I think... I think there was some weak writing in this film. Yeah, That I, could have been answered. But it, it's just that Rocky... Yes, Adonis has to take the fight because the guy eventually works his way up to become the number two ranked fighter. And Rocky can just be like, I can't be in your corner because it's too painful for me to watch you fight Ivan Drago's yeah. son. Instead, he's like, oh, you can't do it. He's going to kill it. And then he's like, oh, you don't think I can beat him? Rock, why? Rocky has no reason to not believe Adonis Creed, the heavyweight champion of the world, can't beat this guy. I'd also wish they would stick a little more to, like, I don't know the rules. Yeah. But, like, that guy, those two guys aren't the same weight class. Well, I don't know. The so I need to, I, I wasn't paying too much attention, but I was like, I didn't think Adonis Creed was a heavyweight. I thought he was a middleweight. But he wins the heavyweight championship of the world. So once he's heavyweight... Once you're above, like, 210, it's, it's all rolls off. That's why, like, uh, Klitschko was, like, the heavyweight champion of the world, and he's, like, 6'8", 270 pounds, and he'll fight a guy who's 6'1", 220. Because once you get there, it's like, oh, well, it's heavyweight. You can just be as big as you want. Because there's no super heavyweight class. Oh, I thought there was a super heavyweight class. I don't believe there's super heavyweight in boxing. I don't know anything about boxing. Yeah. Yeah. So, why? Because boxing is not a thing anymore. But I thought... <laughs> uh, we're going to get this in what should they do in Creed Three. <laughs> He should be an MMA fighter. That's really <laughs> what he should be doing. Um, yeah, so that I was like, wait a minute, I thought he was a middleweight in Creed, and then he becomes a heavyweight in Creed too. but it makes sense because he fights a guy who's 40 pounds bigger than him. Yeah. Yeah. Fights a monster of a man. But, uh, you know? But yeah, the idea is like, oh, you can't take the fight. It's like, well, who else is he going to fight? Don't, yeah, I mean... Wheeler was the former champion, and everybody said he was three years past his prime. You gotta fight somebody. Yeah, you gotta fight somebody. Son of Clover Lang hasn't showed up yet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that everybody in the movie, too, like, just the way it worked out, is everyone is the son of. Like, <laughs> son of Duke is trading son of Creed. <laughs> Who's being trained by Rocky because son of Rocky didn't want to box. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they fight son of, son of Drago. <laughs> and it was all promoted by son of a... Uh, uh, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why, uh, that was why, okay, um, would you like to see a sequel to Creed? Yeah, yeah, I, I could go yeah. for another Creed movie. Especially the way it ends, now I feel like we're setting up for, like, maybe a, a Creed movie with no Rocky. Yeah. With kind of, yeah, the way it ends, like, yeah, maybe it's just, like, now we just get, like, a Creed story, and maybe there's and no son of in this one. I, I, I am curious if a Creed movie without Stallone can carry yeah. itself. Um, I feel like there's good groundwork for it, though. I think yeah. maybe it could. I feel like the first two movies got a lot of goodwill. Yeah. That now I think fans who were just fans of Rocky saw Creed one and two and are like, "Oh yeah, I can stick around for Creed 3. Yeah. Do they kill Rocky in Rocky in Creed three? Just to have him reference, but do the thing where it's like, "Oh, but he can't be here because he's dead." I don't know if they kill him. Rocky can never I think, die. Yeah, Philadelphia would riot if they killed Rocky. Yeah. Um, I'd like to. See oh no, it. they got the Eagles now. Oh, that's true. They got a real championship they got, team. They yeah. don't need to they got worship a, uh, a fictional character. <laughs> they got Wentz. Yeah. I'd like to see a, a Drago spinoff. Could we get spin off another one? Oh, yeah. That was going to be Should this movie be remade or spin off? Yeah, I'd like spin-off. to see a Drago spinoff. Yeah. 
I want it to be like a political thriller though, where like the Russian government is coming after the Dragos living in, trying to live a quiet life in Ukraine. Mm. Mm. And now it's like uh, they have to box fight their way out of a building. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, I didn't see Red Sparrow, but I assume it's like Red Sparrow. <laughs> and yeah, but they just know how to box. Yeah. It's a lot of boxing. Yeah, it's because it's like father-son, like, spy movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to see that. I figure they, they should be able to get some money. They, they, they should be able to get a bigger place. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that was like some sort of purse. Part of the movie, outside of Creed, who, uh, Apollo Creed, who lives in this giant mansion, or his mom, or his wife, you know. Yeah. He had this gi- Why aren't boxers rich? Floyd Mayweather still gets, like, $100 million per fight. And you're telling, like, the rematch of Drago, Creed, those guys are making bank, whoever wins. She'll get a, a little nicer place. Yeah, <laughs> you should be running down the streets of, like, the, unless they Yeah, but when you convert the rubles or whatever, yeah. like, it just doesn't, you know. Ah, it's that conversion rate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I was just like, he's the heavyweight champion. He should be living in a much nicer place in Los Angeles. It was a nice place, but I was like, you know, it was an apartment building. Yeah, and I, I don't know if they covered. She it. just signed to a label, like. And where did all Rocky's money go? Yeah, he was living in a super mansion. He had a fucking robot for crying out loud. Yeah, and now he's got a busted ass streetlight in some townhouse in Philly. <laughs> yeah, if they ignore Rocky Five, because in Rocky Five he loses all his money because of a bad uh, accountant. Yeah, we are ignoring Rocky Five. But even yeah. then, even let's say, let's say the accountant actually existed. Uh, it's uh, another podcast brought this up when they were reviewing it with. The way nostalgia works in 2018, you're telling me Nike's not reaching out to Rock Balboa to make Balboa t-shirts? Like, yeah. the, way, the way we have Muhammad Ali, like, you can get Ali t-shirts, sweaters, all that stuff sure. through Everlast. You're telling me no one's reaching out to Rock Balboa, who is... In this world, does Muhammad Ali exist? No. Right. Okay, so in the 70s, it was Creed, it was it was Rocky. Those were the two... Those were the foreman Ali's of our other day. Yeah. No one's coming to Balboa and be like, hey, I want you to sell grills. The Rocky Balboa <laughs> grill. I'm sure he'd have like a, you know, he could be like, you know, mean, mean fat reducer. Balboa's machine. signature tap out gloves or something. Yeah. Get, yeah. Well, yeah, working with tap out, just have a Rocky Balboa line of stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's some endorsement deals for Like, he should not be living in that, like, shitty apartment no. in Philly. No. Like, have a nice, nice place, Rocky. Uh, but, you know, I guess we're getting into the, the mindset to him. He, just, he wants his restaurant. That's his. That's yeah. his. That's his paradise. Yeah. Just so to, you know, think about it that way. Go to Adrian's. Make you know. Make push, pasta. Push his fists into the pasta dough. That's how you need dough. <laughs> uh, so creature, do do we need it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say I think we needed it. Yeah. I if they would have ended after Creed, I would have been fine. Right. But. It's sure. good to get sports movies, and yeah. Creed in 2015 was probably the last great one, so if we're not going to get anything else, then might as well make a sequel to Creed. Yeah, that's a good point. And I'll watch these forever. I mean, they, we have Creed. We can go up to Creed 5, and then they spin that off, and then the son of uh, Wheeler fights or needs Adonis to train him, because now he's going to be a fighter, and like, we'll just keep it going. We'll just keep this franchise. Yep. The son of always uh, <laughs> yeah. fights. I'd, yeah. I'd like to... I'd like to see Michael B. Jordan break out in some other film aspects. Like, I think he's a good actor. Yeah. And I think it's going to be hard at this point yeah. to not be a giant muscle Creed. boxing Yes, guy. he needs to... Because uh, 
so he did Creed, and then he did Black Panther. But like, you're a superhero. Like, you should be ripped. Yeah, he takes yeah. shirt off. His next film he's doing is a biopic about a civil rights lawyer. Okay. So like, is he just going to be like a ripped civil rights lawyer? <laughs> well, you can cover anything up in a suit. Oh no, he's going to talking to the jury. He's going to lift his arm. And just <laughs> shoulders are going to rip and things. Like, yeah. So yeah, I, I think he's trying to branch out with with this with this next film, but yeah. I, I I hope it I hope it works. I think he's a really these guys. I think he's, he's like, a really good actor. Dude, these I, guys just stay jacked forever. Yeah, I mean I, he was great in Black Panther and yeah. um and uh what was the show they got the superpowers? Oh, Chronicle. Chronicle, yeah. He was really good in that. Chronicle's really cool. Yeah, I like both Creeds and then Black Panther, yeah. I I'd like to see Love the Wire. I never, I never season five of Friday Night Lights. I saw the one where I think they're on like a subway car. Oh, Fruitvale Station. Yeah, I never really saw good. Fruitvale Station. That was, uh, and that was Ryan Coogler who did Creed and then did Black Panther. So, yeah, they got a nice little thing going. You know, young guys that they can keep making movies. I guess Chris Evans can kind of be like super buff and then not buff. You watch like Captain America and then he does like Snowpiercer. And it's like, oh, he doesn't look out of place for like yeah, a guy true. who should be starving right now. That's true, yeah. Can't be healthy, right? <laughs> Getting up to like 220 pounds of muscle. And uh, Chris, being like, Christian Bell does that shit all the time. Dude. time. Have you seen the trailer for Vice? Yeah. Yeah. That guy, he'll just do, he does whatever he yep. needs to do for the role. It's incredible. Yeah. I was watching that trailer. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. We're just talking. We'll, so yeah, Creed, we needed it. I, I love the, the sport. I love boxing movies, sports movies. They're great. And so far, yeah, they, they've been doing well. I think I, I said I put this fourth, fifth. It's right there with like Rocky Four. Not as fun as Rocky Four, but probably a better movie than Rocky yeah, Four. Yeah. There's no robot in it. Uh, but yeah, Vice. I was watching it, and as Dick Cheney's talking, I'm looking at his face. I was like, "Who is that? That's somebody. I know that's somebody." And then you watch it, and then it comes up: Sam Rockwell, whoever else, whoever else, Christian Bale. I was like, "You got fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Batman." <laughs> what he does if you have thoughts on Vice or Creed if you, if you have a spec script for or a fan fiction script I mean that's all Creed's are right? they take all the things from Rocky the Hive or from the five Rockies and they're like yeah here, here's the next Creed movie <laughs> I guess it's hard to do like, what do you do for like an original story I don't know they're going to have to figure it out because they can't do five and uh, I think it's, yeah. it's going to be a long time before they can do a Balboa kind of yeah uh, Final comeback, yeah. Because yeah. you got you have the the underdog rise rise to riches. That's Creed one. You have the fall from grace. I guess they could they could do that better with just like oh he's the heavyweight champion. Uh, I was looking at the records. Creed is I believe after the two dragon fights he's twenty four and one. Balboa was like fifty eight and twenty five. So you know better fighter maybe maybe they do something where Rocky or Creed three he's like thirty three and one never lost and it goes to his head and then uh, you know. They do that, you know, fall from grace and has to rebuild himself. But, yeah, it's tough. There's only so many ways these movies can go. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he jumps in the world of MMA. Becomes too easy for him and he's like, I'm going to jump gets, in the octagon. He gets hooked on opioids. Yeah. I'll do like a heavy movie. Yeah. Yep, downfall. Gets clean. Yeah. Goes into the octagon. He fights a robot. So they steal from Rocky IV. <laughs> Oh, it's the son of the robot. Son of the robot. It's a Roomba. <laughs> yes. It's Polly's robot. It's the son of, and he has to fight, he has to fight Adonis. Uh, 
You can email us at dbtgpodcast.gmail.com or find us on Twitter, dbtgpod. Same on Facebook. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere podcasts are found. You can rate, review, share. Uh, Creed 2, it's out in theaters. If someone's on the fence about seeing Creed 2, send them. They're like, oh, I want to see The Grinch. Don't fucking see The Grinch. Go see Creed 2. <laughs> Listen to this show. I don't know, maybe we'll do The Grinch. I'm not going to the theater to see Grinch. I'm not going to the theater to see Grinch. We'll catch it next year. Yeah. When it's on streaming, we'll uh, do a Grinch remake episode. Uh, so that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week uh, with another episode. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel and Remakes. Go in the distance. Don't pretend this is about your father.